Hello and welcome to series two of Two Toms, One Ash. Hope you've been enjoying the off-season so far. That Chiefs parade got boring very quick. Uh, and then more recently, we've had a crazy couple of weeks of free agency. Uh, something which we'll take a fantasy look at on this episode. Drop us an email on hello at twotoms1ash.com. These off-seasons are long enough as it is, so any questions or suggestions for us, then we're all ears. Right, that's enough from just me. On we go. Boys, welcome back. Series 2. It's been a fairly short off-season so far. But plenty going off with a bit of frenzied free agency so far. Still don't know where Aaron Rodgers is as of what? What are we? Wednesday, 22nd of March. So uh, that's been lingering on for some time now. Um, but let's take a look at some of the free agency acquisitions so far. And and Scully, we'll start with Jimmy G. Jimmy G going to the Raiders, which he was always, well, I'd say he was always going to go somewhere. Purdy, Jimmy or Trey Lance were going to go somewhere, I think. Money was always on Jimmy G going somewhere, but um, but not so much to the Raiders. So so he's gone there. He's then joined by O.J. Howard, who's joined, I think, from the Texans. Um, Devontae Adams still there. And Josh Jacobs has signed that new deal as well. So looking at the Raiders' offense and that Jimmy G acquisition, how are you looking at those, those few for fantasy next season? It's... It's a good move, I think, more for for Jimmy G. Is is he an upgrade on Carr? I'm I'm not sure. I saw something where they put his kind of stats against um, against cars, and they're, they're pretty similar. The only thing that was more in Jimmy G's favour was he he gets more wins. But whether that's just because he's been on a a better team could be the reason for that, but. I think it's more. It's a good move for Jimmy G. Um, still not sure whether the Raiders will be in for a, a quarterback in this draft or not. Um, he's been in that situation before when, obviously, they drafted Trey Lance in San Francisco. So, um, yeah, I think he's got nothing to lose. It's a good move for him. And, obviously, all the prostitutes in the brothels in Las Vegas have offered him free sex, so I think it's a fantastic <laughs> move for him. He was weighing that up. No tax and free sex. Oh, go on then. Yeah, let's uh, let's go to let's go to Vegas. Um, but in terms of well, a different kind of fantasy, fantasy football, and I think it is kind of status quo, really, isn't it? Whether it's Jimmy, yeah. it's just. Uh, Fairly middle-of-the-road quarterback. I think Devontae Adams, it doesn't upgrade him, really, as is. And Josh Jacobs, I think Josh Jacobs is certainly going to be, maybe even first round, but certainly kind of first couple of rounds off the draft board, I'd have thought, this year. Uh, and that's not going to change at all, either. He's going to get a lot of handoffs, a lot of plays out the backfield. And, uh, and yeah, that's not going to change for them much at all, I don't think, on offense. But but a big move overall for the Raiders in, in replacing Carr with Jimmy. They picked up Jacoby Myers as well, aren't they, from uh, from Patriots? So uh, another option for him, but I, I don't think it, it, he's not going to do anything massive for him. And I think the fact that they've got rid of Waller as well um, mm. is losing an option. I think if you're looking at Jacoby Myers and Darren Waller, you'd want to have Darren Waller on your team 
So they're gonna have to they're gonna have to draft a tight end, tight end, aren't they? Because they're empty there. I know they've got um, uh, lad. He, he played a lot of. Uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, did a tight end Foster Moreau? Yes. And then he, yeah, that, that OJ Howard that they signed. But again, yeah, you're not replacing Waller with, with either of those. No. Yeah, Foster Moreau played quite a bit last year, didn't he? Because Waller ended up being injured for a fair bit. Um, yeah. But he's not he's not a tight end, especially in terms of fantasy, that you're going to want to pick up. And I don't think he's strong enough to carry them through as their number one tight end. No, no, not at all. And I love that irony that Jacoby Myers, the one who, that kind of fumble play where he just kept handing it off and then threw it back to Chandler Jones, has gone back to the to the Raiders. Uh, yeah, whether some inside job from the day, I don't know. Um, but speaking of Darren Waller, so let's move on to the Giants and uh, and the Giants. So they've signed Waller, being the, the kind of one upgrade on top of what's looking promising for uh, Daniel Bellinger at tight end for the Giants. Um, they've obviously give Daniel Jones a big contract, and then they've and then they've re-signed uh, they've, or they've tagged Saquon as well. So they've kept uh, Daniel Jones and Saquon there, which is, which is huge for them on the back of a promising season. Not added too many more weapons. They've re-signed Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, so the two receivers that that are half decent, maybe, uh, but not signed anyone else just yet. Uh, Charlie, I guess looking at the Giants into next season, I think Saquon has started off very well and, and is going to be first, second round pick, and then Daniel Jones finished as kind of a top top five quarterback, really, in fantasy world. So are they the same two players? And then Waller as well, is that someone that you'd be looking at as to pick up as a tight end position. I think the fact that they've picked up Waller, they've uh, they've kept the the spine of the team, haven't they? they? They've kept the best players, which is what you need to do, and they've strengthened um, in free agency. They've, they've got uh, Paris Campbell as well from the Colts, who's who's not a bad receiver. Um, another option for Daniel Jones. So, I mean, Paris Campbell's not someone I'd be picking up for fantasy, but definitely Daniel Jones um, is. And... If Darren Waller can stay fit, I think that that matchup could work. Um, and Saquon is Saquon, isn't he? Uh, same again. If he can stay fit, he, he's going to be a, uh, an RB one for you next year. But I, I think they, I think they look good. I think they've improved on uh, what they had last year. We'll see what they do draft wise. But bear in mind where they finished last year, and, and we were all saying that they probably outplayed themselves in terms of what they had as a team and um, the fact that they've added to that um, it can only make them stronger as a team so uh, yeah watch this space see where they end up next year I mean yeah, yeah massively overachieved last season um, Daniel Jones he picked the right time to have that kind of season and um, he's, he's been rewarded for it. We spoke about it quite a few times, didn't we, last season. But the, the biggest piece of business was getting him tied down. Um, Saquon, as you've mentioned. And then, um, yeah, that Waller come out of nowhere. But that's a, uh, that's a, huge, a huge piece to that offence. I think if they can add someone else at receiver, uh, someone... Who is a bit more of a star than what they've got? I like Paris Campbell. He's, he, he adds a bit of pace. It's something different that they've got. Um, but I think they, they still need probably one more weapon on offense to be uh, to be really up there with um, with a team that's going to challenge. Yeah, and it seems that the, the common move really, doesn't it, with with running backs that are 
in the fourth, fifth season that you do franchise tag him. And it makes total sense, I guess, you'd give him that one season to prove it, if you like, to, to show off. Or if not, that's when injuries start to creep in and, and maybe not play so well. But then you've not tied him down to a contract. So so we've, we've kind of touched on that with Barkley. We've touched on that with Josh Jacobs. But in the other breath, Miles Sanders, so free agent from the Eagles, has, has signed and signed a full contract, not on the tag. Uh, with the Panthers, who are definitely making moves and and look like they've had a really interesting off-season so far. So they've picked up Miles Sanders at running back, who's clearly their number one running back as it stands right now. Picked up Hayden Hurst, who's a, a bit of a veteran, bit of a journeyman tight end, but proven that he, he's, he's no, slu- no slouch. Um, Andy Dalton, who you'd expect to probably start for them at quarterback. And, and again, not the best of quarterbacks, but can hopefully kind of keep things ticking over. Um, for the time being, and certainly someone that can help coach whoever is their number one quarterback, and then and I'm picking up Adam Thielen as well. So, so a few players there. But before we dive into them, also picking up that number one pick uh, that they traded for with the Bears, uh, Scully, with those players that I've mentioned there, so Miles Sanders, Hayden Hurst, and Adam Thielen, Thielen in particular, any of those jump out and want them on your fantasy team next season? I'd rather have DJ Moore. But no, not really. Not excited about the Panthers at all. I think uh, they've they've gone to make a splash, haven't they? They they need to get they need to get a quarterback. Been um, there's been a lot of talk about this. Listening to quite a few other shows and podcasts and and that kind of stuff that have been talking about the Panthers, and it seems to be their their owner who's some kind of self-made billionaire that's just kind of playing at it a little bit and he's not been so, so successful so far i think he also owns the the charlotte soccer team uh they're not being so successful apparently either at the moment so i think this is just his way of wanting to make a splash because things haven't worked so far he's going to try and get the quarterback that that he um that he wants that he thinks might lead them to to a super bowl um, so that's the thing that I'm most excited to see is who they draft. Is it going to be T.J. Stroud? Is it going to be uh, this Bryce, Bryce Young or something that's the, the most smaller one, smaller figure, but is meant to be fantastic from Alabama? Um, or are they going to go for the more athletic guy that's worked for, for them in the past? Like, um, is it Richardson? So uh, that's that's what I'm more excited to see. But I think cause I think he's going to make something that's a little bit box office. It's going to be something that no one's expecting. Um, so that's what, what I'm more interested to see. But in terms of fantasy, no, I'm I'm not interested in any of the the Panthers' new acquisitions. I'm not excited about any of them either, really. There's a lot of experience, isn't there? They've, they've picked up experienced players that played in the NFL that know know how it works, know what they need to do. I think in terms of what each individual brings, so Miles Sanders, I think it increases his um, what he can bring you in terms of fantasy as an individual, but whether that's enough for you to go out and get him, I, I think you're probably looking at a second, third string running back there. Same for Adam Thielen. I think for him as a wide receiver, it puts him up there as the possibly the go-to guy uh for the Panthers, um, but in terms of fantasy, you're not gonna, he ain't gonna be your wide receiver one. He probably ain't gonna be your wide receiver two. He's probably gonna be somebody that you pick up if if he's still available 
lower down the, and he and he could do a job for you um, if he is the the target guy for him. Um, and same with Aiden Hurst. I mean, he had, he had a, a steady season last year, albeit albeit with the Bengals who were playing quite well. He was on a good offense, so that helps. If the Panthers don't quite get things going, is he going to have that similar sort of impact? Probably not. Um, but like I say, a lot of experience, but not anybody that I'm going to be uh, jumping to grab. It'd be more if they're, they're available to pick up in the later rounds. Yeah, and, and I'd totally agree with all that. I think I'd much prefer a running back. I'd much prefer a receiver that's a wide receiver one and a clear one. I'd much prefer a running back that is clearly the running back number one rather than two better running backs that are just going to split it. Um, and Sanders... Very good running back for the Eagles, but at times he found himself as RB3 uh, behind Gamewell and Boston Scott. So it's pretty unpredictable as to whether you'd start him or not in your fantasy team. Whereas now, you would think that he's going to consistently get at least 50 yards and then the odd touchdown. And especially if it is Dalton at quarterback or a rookie quarterback, then then they are going to look to the running back a little bit closer. So so yeah, so feel for Thielen a little bit. And I, think, I, I do think it's a fairly promising season up ahead for the Panthers and especially that division it's it's not the strongest of divisions anyway so they still might do something uh, at least but um but yeah those more reliable positions I think certainly something to have on your fantasy roster but um but but yeah totally agree that they're not gonna not gonna be your number ones that's for sure um and kind of going doing the opposite really so let's have a look at the Dolphins so the Dolphins haven't yet picked anyone up really on offense but they've re-signed all three running backs and then picked up two as 50-year options. So so from, from someone who's kind of moving teams, really, and the, the out-and-out starting running back, to what they did was, was to, I guess, play in all three running backs at time, but particular uh, Mostert and uh, Wilson just alternating between between drives even. Um, Scully, what are you thinking of the Dolphins? Still just same as last season? So, what, Tyreek Hill, Waddle, top draw, to it in and out and the running backs pretty unpredictable is that is that the way you see it this season as well yeah exactly exactly like that I, I like um, I like what they're doing in um, Miami I like that they've invested in tour as well and they've backed him a little bit even though he's had his injury problems I know he's going through some kind of alternative therapy or whatever it is to try and deal with these concussions that he keeps getting. I hope he comes out of it because I think he's I think he's excellent. He proved that last year. Um Hill is unbelievable. Waddle compliments that. The uh, the running back that they've got are yeah yeah alright but again it's not they're not they're probably not people that I'm gonna pick up as we've just spoken about with um Sanders for example. But Waddle and Hill are receivers that you are picking up probably first first round second round uh Tua if he's healthy again he's a quarterback that can go earlier on um in drafts as well but uh, I know not fantasy related but well can be fantasy related in terms of defense I think what they're doing on defense as well now uh, picking up Ramsey to go with um, Howard is uh is impressive so uh, I think they could be a, a defense that could get quite a few, quite a few takeaways next year, and quite a few points for you. 
Yeah, they look like they're doing well and certainly building something under Mike McDaniels, don't they? And and that consistency that the that they're having on offense and those three running backs, they must have they must be happy in that kind of situation. Otherwise, you've got you've got players leaving left, right, and centre. But to re-sign for the same team, and when there's three three good players in your position, says something. Um, and and I guess picking up two as fifty year options a no brainer, really. Isn't it? You're not gonna you're not gonna let someone go after the season that he's had, even despite the concussions and what have you. Um, so I guess sticking in that AFC East uh, and moving on to the Patriots. So the Patriots not made. Loads of moves, but certainly certainly a few that made headlines. So the first one being signing Juju uh, and then signing Gazicki, so staying within that division from the Dolphins. And James Robinson as well, who's bounced around a little bit last season from the Jags and then went up to the Jets once Bruce Hall went down uh, and then now landed with the Patriots as well. So still Mac Jones um, seems a fairly similar offense, albeit with some, some new additions. Charlie, uh, I know kind of, bit of history from Juju being at the Steelers, but him, Gazicki's always been a fairly steady, fairly decent tight end, and then James Robinson as well, whether he's RB1 or obviously Stevenson did well, which I think is back with the Patriots, but any of those you'll be looking to put on your team? I think, like you said, Stevenson's, if Stevenson's still there, Stevenson's going to be your RB1. James Robinson, he can he can do a job. Um, again, he, he's, he's not going to be a, he's not going to be a high pick he's probably going to be somebody that you pick up if he's still available and you've got a bit of a gap for for a running back you'll probably share the share the load with him but he'll i would imagine stevenson will have the lion's share of it i think juju's the best pick up of that i think with the uh offense that belichick runs I, he fits perfectly into that i hate it i hate it that he's gone there um I absolutely love him. I loved him as a Steeler. I thought he was brilliant for the Chiefs, but why else the Patriots man? It hurts. Um, but yeah, I do. I think he's a good fit for him, as much as it pains me to say. Um, and I think they'll use him effectively. He's not a. He's not a guy that's going to make. You're going to make massive throws to. He, he's a. He, he's a slot receiver, isn't he? He's going to pick up those hard yards, and and he's going to be a guy that gets open and um, makes plays for you. And I, I think that'll work uh, for the Patriots. So uh, Juju's definitely somebody that I would want um, based on the fact I think he'll work, he'll work there and I think his target share will probably go up compared to what he had at the Chiefs. Um, in terms of Gasicki, probably not. I think there's other tight ends that I'd rather target. I think tight end... Is a it's a really important position, especially in fantasy. If you've got somebody that is, is seconds, basically another wide receiver, a Travis Kelsey, obviously is um, up there on his own as he showed last year. But if you can get somebody there that that just is basically another receiver, it, it, they're cheap points, aren't they? Uh, it's like a cheap position, and I'm not sure uh, Gasicki fills that role. And, and he's going to get you those cheap points. So probably stay clear of him. And I think they probably need to be looking at another quarterback um, just to put a bit of pressure on Matt Jones, if nothing else. It, that might might raise his game or, or they might step up and, and take the uh, take the starting position. Yeah, it's a funny one, isn't it? It's, 
they've obviously got something on offense and signing a few of those players. But you'd, you'd think, well, he's, he's maybe not throwing it for 400 yards a game. So you won't really pick up receivers kind of as much as you can. Albeit, I would say that Juju is probably an upgrade on, on Jacoby Myers if you're going like for like. And Gazicki even on John o. Smith, who they'd let go. But then you wouldn't also call them necessarily a running team, albeit Stevenson did well. You wouldn't say they let on that either. So, so yeah, a pretty unpredictable offence all round, I think, um, for the Patriots and anyone that, that, that might land on their offence. I think um, with the Pats, it's, there's only Stevenson, in my opinion, that you're, you're wanting to take. Juju, I, 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 I don't like him for obvious reasons. Uh, I know he was well thought of um, in the dressing room at, um, at Kansas City. We obviously listened to the New Heights podcast and Travis Kelsey spoke really, really highly of him as how he came in, became a leader in that in that locker room. Um, but I don't think he's anything more than a, a bench warmer on, on your on your team and I don't think that's really much of his fault. I think it's um what Tom's just alluded to in the fact it's the quarterback uh, in that situation that doesn't make him much fantasy fantasy value in my opinion. I think Stevenson is the one on that offence that um, is really, really good value and I'd be interested to see where he's taken this year. I know I managed to um, trade for him which um, Ryan's not happy about. So uh, he, he did he did really well for me last year, but I think he'll go a lot lot higher in in this season's draft. But more more interestingly, I think again a bit more away from fantasy is how that division is now developing. If Rogers goes to the Jets, the the division's on its head. For a few years ago, you've got probably the Jets. Dolphins are competing for for the number one spot in that division, and then the Bills are slipping down to probably third, and you've got the Patriots who are just becoming more and more irrelevant, which is really really strange. Yeah, you'd have never said that Bills kind of like you say kind of knock knock out and out number one while ever Josh Allen's under centre at all. But um, but you're absolutely right, and Jets are certainly on the up. Um. So that's it for most of the free agent moves so far in the off-season. Uh, I guess a lot of other free agent moves that we've not touched on from defence or kind of offensive line even, but we wanted to wanted to talk through some of the fantasy-relevant players so far. Um, and then next, there's a few free agents still left up for grabs, so let's make some predictions as to where they're going. Okay, so let's have a look at four free agents that are still on the market or certainly up for grabs anyway and, and make some uh, classically horrendous predictions at why they might end up. Um, so let's start off, Scully, with Lamar Jackson. So again, not technically a free agent, but certainly out there on the market. Um, how available he is with those, some of those contract demands or even the demands from the Ravens. Um, but where does he start the season? Waiting to hear this video that he's going to release where he's telling everybody what's happening um, I've, I've no idea I think probably Baltimore um, I, I don't like how this is kind of playing out it, I don't know who's who's it he doesn't talk does he he doesn't, he doesn't say anything he's not got an agent uh, he's having to deal with this all himself so we don't know really what's what's going on but from the outside it's looking like He's wanting all this guaranteed money. 
He's wanting a big contract. You can you can thank the Browns and Deshaun Watson for that. But um, it's like the, the Ravens saying that we we can't we can't pay that. We want you, but we can't pay that. And it's like they, he's holding them hostage a little bit in that regard. They they've put him on this reduced tag thing where he can talk to other teams and then they can match it and why didn't they just put him on the the tag where he gets paid quite a bit of money but then if they do put him on this tag is he going to play because he's not, he's not guaranteed and if he gets injured um, where's his next contract going to come from I just think it's messy it's just messy and is he a top top five quarterback probably I mean, he's, he's, he's unbelievable. He can do things that most other quarterbacks can't do. He's probably unique in in how he plays how he plays the game. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I really, really don't know. But it's it's not a good sign. The fact that nothing's happened so far. That that's the strange thing for me that there's been no communication. Nothing's happened so far. We're not hearing that he's talking to this team, he's talking to that team, that somebody's made him an offer. Um, we're hearing nothing. So I, it's, it's just a messy situation. It's a shame. I'm lying. It's not a shame. It's Baltimore. Um, but, yeah, no idea where he's going to end up. But if, if you force me, I'd say he'd stay in Baltimore this year. But whether he plays on his tag is another thing. Charlie, what are you Rogers, saying? Stay I think if, if Rodgers goes to the Jets, um, potentially Green Bay. Green Bay, have, they seem to have got rid of a lot of wide receivers. Well, they've got rid of wide receivers. They've got rid of a quarterback. They're going to have to run the ball. They've got two very good running backs. Um, potentially, if they just go all-out run game and bring Jackson in, who would, would fit that, um, just get them to run the ball. Um, I've got nothing else other than just a completely wild um, throw out of the Packers. Well, and th- and that is after after Brett Favre, Rogers, pocket passes, and then Lamar Jackson comes along. Um, the, the good theory, I think for sure, and it's anyone's guess really. I mean, I, I think he'll stay in Baltimore, but I absolutely agree, Scully, that he'll end up staying there. Baltimore don't want to pay him that much. Neither does anyone else, but he thinks he deserves it because of Watson, which is understandable as well. And then, yeah, if he ends up staying there and settling there, yeah, it does just seem a bit of a shame. And and as much as everyone wants to get paid as much as they do, you can understand now where teams want to go with good rookie quarterbacks on these rookie contracts, and then they can just throw money at every other position. You've got a quarterback that's, that's kind of top of the pile, you're not getting any decent receivers or, or other positions for that matter, really. So, so yeah, it's not great for your franchise, even if you have got one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, but that is my prediction as well. I'm going with you, Scully. I'm going with Baltimore. And, and Charlie, we'll see if he does end up a packer in the next few weeks. Uh, so next one, Charlie, I'll come to you first. And uh, OBJ, where's he going? He's been on the market now for, well, almost a year, really, if not more than a year since he left the Rams. Um Where's he going to end up? Come home. <laughs> New York. <laughs> um, I'm not. Sh- 
I'm going to go Cowboys. I think there was a uh, quite a bit of murmurings last year around him potentially going there, and they need to. They're in a position where they need to win now. Um, so I, I think they go go all in, pay him. They've just got rid of Zeke. So, uh, yeah, pay OBJ, bring him in and uh, and go for the win this year. He's certainly a Jerry Jones, Cowboys-type player, isn't he? And albeit what they brought in, Brandon Cook, still got CeeDee Lamb, but let go of of Zeke and Noah Brown, I think it was. So, so yeah, maybe there is maybe there is a place for him. Scully? Not sure about Dallas now they've brought Cooks in. I think... Um... I think he's probably the one now that, that is going to really complement um, what's, what's his name? Yeah, CD Lamb. Lamb. So um, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if there's a there's a spot for him anymore in in Dallas. But I was hoping uh, I was hoping he'd potentially come back to Cleveland. Uh, I'm not sure that's going to be an option now that uh, it's just announced. Obviously with traded for Elijah Moore which is a fantastic acquisition in my opinion for for him for the, for what we've give up anyway for the pick 43 for Elijah Moore and a, a pick um which is which is fantastic value but yeah I was hoping it would come to Cleveland but at the minute I'm not sure possibly back to New York um but could you see him at the Jets if Rogers goes there I know Rogers is big on him he was on Rogers's list um, that he obviously presented or whatever happened with with that rumor, but that'd be uh, that'd be something. That would be something if you saw uh, OBJ go to New York, but but not in in the blue of the Giants. Yeah, I could see that too. I guess if there's some sort of discount because it's Rogers, a bit of a discount if he's going back to New York. I don't know if he's still got any ties there or anything. Um, but I think he's going to the Bills. There was talk last season similar to the Cowboys about the Bills. He's obviously incredibly close with Von Miller, uh, hence one of the reasons why he went to the Rams. Uh, I think I think there's a gap on the Bills for, for some experience and another receiver like that. They've lost Isaiah McKenzie this offseason. So they've still got Diggs, which sounds like he's not particularly happy in, in Buffalo. Um, but they've still got him, still got Gabe Davis, but there's definitely room there for an OBJ-shaped receiver. So so that's where I think he's going. Um, he's going up to up to Buffalo. Next one on the list, uh, so Scully, uh, so Zeke, so we mentioned Zeke, he's, he's obviously kind of been been forgotten about and been cast off by the Cowboys, uh, similar to most fantasy owners, we preferred uh, Tony Pollard last season, um, but Zeke's now up for grabs, so where's he going? Not sure, couldn't tell you, I think he, he's another one that's just become more and more irrelevant, I think, uh, weren't his last snap for the Cowboys under centre? Uh, um, I don't know. They were using him as a as a third down back, weren't they? Short short down back last season. He's not really performed for a few years. Yeah, I'm 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 not sure. For me, there's better there's better free agents at the moment. Kareem Hunt, I won't be looking past him. I'd be uh, I'd be snatching him instead of um, instead of Zeke. But I'm I'm really really not sure where. Where there's a spot for him, really trying to wrap my brains to 
to see where he fits. Um, can't see it. Yeah, it He's certainly not going to go anywhere to be a starter, I don't think, is he, or RB1, unless it's to a, I can say a classic team, but maybe not so much Lions anymore or Jags, but maybe maybe Texans, someone who's just just a poor franchise. Um, but but Looking I've... at teams that have picked up has-beens, uh, the Bucks have picked up Mayfield, so uh, maybe go to the Bucks. <laughs> Unbelievable. Man's balling out this year. <laughs> that story of what this... I don't even know their starting quarterback is what they've said, but apparently they like the look of this other guy who they drafted a couple of years ago and then signed Baker. Trask. Mayfield. Yeah. Baker's starting all day long, isn't he? There's no way that that's guy, that guy's gone in there to be a backup. He's uh, he's starting. Uh, but Charlie, wait, what are you saying? You got, a, you got a team for Zeke? Yeah, like I say. If, oh, uh, you do. You've been serious. You do think books. Books okay. are there to go for a has been. Then Zeke can uh, can can go and join him in that. Retire down in Tampa. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Bit of sunshine. He'll love it. So you see, Baker. Baker. Baker's a has been. So he has been somebody. Though. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> He's been better than he is now. <laughs> uh, bless him. All right. So so my pick for Zeke. There was some some weird thought about this. Uh, I got down the charges. Um, there's a there's a strange link with Kellen Moore, who didn't particularly like Zeke, I don't think, and obviously some of the headlines around Mike McCarthy's come out and said he didn't like Kellen Moore, or they didn't get on particularly well because Kellen Moore wanted to just light up the scoreboard and just throw it, which ironically, if he then signed Zeke and went back to him. But then Eckler, Eckler's obviously pursuing a trade and pursuing a new contract elsewhere, so whether he stays or goes, then maybe, maybe a different shape running back uh, in, in L.A., and let's finish off then with DeAndre Hopkins. So again, certainly on his way out of Arizona. But where's he going, Charlie? Couple of teams that would definitely benefit. Um, I'm still a very, very good wide receiver. Um, one we've already mentioned being the Giants. They're a little bit low at that position, potentially there. Uh, the other one that I thought. Maybe they've they've looked to strengthen this off season. They've picked up Derek Carr. Um, Jamal Williams has just gone there as a running back. So if they're looking to bring in a new wide receiver and uh, and strengthen there, then uh, possibly the Saints. Yeah, have they got? They still got Mike Michael Thomas. Is Michael, Tom, still Michael Thomas around, is just he? yeah, he's resigned. He signed a, a new one year contract. So. Um, a bit of experience there. Those two together. Um, who, who do you target? Who, who do you, as a defense? Who do you pick up? Thomas or or uh, or Hopkins? Mm. Um, he definitely do a job there. Yeah, I still think he can. I mean, when he came back, well, he was suspended for the first few games last season, wasn't he, Hopkins? And then when he did come back, he was. Uh, I think he started off with about 150 yards his first game back. So he's he's, he's certainly he's certainly not a has been. Scully, where do you reckon he's going? Another one that has been heavily linked with the Browns, but um, he'd been a, he would have been a lot more expensive as well than than Elijah Elijah uh, Moore's been. So um, Patriots for me, I think. I think that could be a fit. I think he'd really add something to their offense. We spoke about it earlier that they haven't really got a star as such, um, but I think him with Juju could really transform that that offence 
and then um, little Max got no excuses if they've got that kind of thing. So yeah, I think it's uh, it could that could be a good fit. Yeah, he's that style of on his way out last couple of seasons Belichick signs him and, and then well in, in seasons gone past with Tom Brady that yeah they go and pick up a Super Bowl on his way out um, but you're right there's no excuse if they sign someone like that um, and then I've, I've got down Vikings which I think is more of a Madden world imagine Jefferson on one side Hopkins on the other uh, What who else they've got they've got Hawkinson in the middle uh, re-signed Madison Cook obviously losing Thielen they, they need a wide receiver to pick up. So, I could KJ do. as well, haven't they? KJ, I think he's still there. Is he? Yeah, yeah, he's cr- yeah KJ Osborne, I think he's um, still probably in his rookie contract. Yeah, so, we, so he came about, he had a bit of an emergence towards the end of last season, didn't he? So, so yeah, so a few there, but um, but I could just imagine Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins with another weapon. Um, the Vikings, I think they're in... Not so much all or nothing, but they've got a couple of seasons wherever they are like they are to, to push on that a bit more. And there we have it. Series 2 has begun. Thanks for listening. We'll dip in and out of episodes as and when there are any news on any episodes that are newsworthy before getting stuck back into weekly episodes leading up to the start of the season. Thanks again. See you soon.